I'm Henry and I'm going to introduce you to my guest, Jackie Avian-Jostavo. And today we're going to talk about the Silk Road. And the dark web. Yes. Introduce yourself, guys. Hey, I'm Jackie. And I'm Abby. I'm going to start you off today. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is the basic levels of internet because the dark web is the darkest, deepest one. And it's not easy to get to, so we got to go through some levels first to get ourselves there. So the best way to So the best way to think of the levels of internet is like a game. And this will help you understand and remember the three levels. So the first level is the surface web. This consists of basic search engines like Google, YouTube, anything like that, and social medias that you can find. Um, so anything findable on Google is the surface web. You go on the surface web every day. Just basic internet that's visible to the naked eye. So do they own that? What? Like you said that it's YouTube, basically everything. Yeah. What do you mean? So, um, just anything that's searchable and findable is home to the, the, um, surface web. So then, after that, we have the second level, and that's the deep web. Gosh. And now we have a small commercial break for you guys. Give a shout out to our boy, Kobe Bravo. Go check him out on YouTube. We're finna play one of his songs, Trapped in My Mind. That's enough. Go check them out on YouTube. So the deep web is things like logins, so stuff that other people don't really know. If you can't find it on Google, then it's technically on the deep web. Um, so things like logging into your emails, um, anything that's hard for other people to find is the deep web. So it's just a deeper level of searching and exploring. It's pretty easy to understand. Um, most massive part of the internet is the is the deep web, and this is 96% of the internet. So you have gone on to the deep web. Um, most people think that it's something crazy, I guess because of the name, but it's really not. It's just basic stuff like passwords and codes to the websites that we use on the surface web. So then the third level and the one that you've all come here for is the dark web. So the dark web is pretty basic to explain. It's just websites that are encrypted to hide existences. Um, sites here don't have IP addresses. This makes them unrecognizable. Users have encrypted software, so this masks their identities. And basically, things on the dark web are very um, illegal, but I'll go into that later. All you need to know is that the websites are encrypted and things are anonymous. So, in order to get to the dark web, you have to... In order to get to the dark web, you have to go through a Tor browser. 
So to begin what the Tor browser is, it was made in 1990 by a Naval Research Laboratory. Um, so they just began onion routing and this protects any data by wrapping it with encryption. If you don't know what encryption is, let me explain it for you. It basically covers any information to ciphertext. Ciphertext is just something that can't be read unless it's converted to plain text. So it turns like words into codes and then the only way that it can be read is if it's converted back to its plain text state. Um, just like the three levels of internet, there's three levels of encryption that the info goes through. Each layer has a specific job to send it to the next level, so that's why it's called Onion. Um, they all have their specific jobs, so one of them will encrypt it, send it to the next place, that will encrypt, and then the third level is its destination and final encryption. So this was made so that info could be sent secretly and without being vulnerable to encryption by outside sources. So there's no change by any outside cause. This was important to the naval research facilities and for things that weren't supposed to be seen by the outside world. Though this, over time, the Tor browser got abused and now it has turned into something that is much more than what it was intended for. Yeah, wasn't it mean for, like, U.S. spies to be able to communicate with each other without, like, yeah. meeting in public? So it was basically made for, like, conversations to be made between spies government and, officials, yeah, government officials. And you see where that got us. So the Tor Onion browser seems like a normal browser, so when you click on it, it'll appear just like Google. But instead of the G, it's an onion, and the... It's an onion because there's many levels to get to the dark web. Yeah. Many layers. So if you've ever cut an onion before, you see how many layers it has. It's just like that. Anytime that you think of the web, just think of an onion, and you'll understand. So the onion tour router does seem very normal. <clears throat> and using Tor, you can access websites that aren't available to the public. So just because you get on Tor, that doesn't mean that it's going to be anything negative or crazy. But you can get to the dark web through Tor. So Tor is your first step into the dark web. This is where you need to go if you want to get there. But I'm not encouraging you to go. And this is why. Let me explain to you what is on the dark web. And this is my final piece of information before I hand the phone off. So the dark web, so the dark web is basically, like I said, just very, very anonymous, and it's a very deep place in the internet, not easy to find. So on the dark web, you can get um, fake driver's license, even stolen things that are real. You can get passports, illegal weapons, drugs. You can get hitmen. Um, you can get any sort of illegal thing. You can get counterfeit cash, which is cash, but without, um, so counterfeit cash is just money, but it doesn't have the legal sanction of the government, so it looks completely real. It's cryptocurrency. Basically. Bitcoin. You can get things on the dark web that you can't get anywhere else. Um, I saw, I was watching a video about the dark web, and you can get, like, rocket launchers on there if you know what that is that's something that you can't just find anywhere but you can get it on the dark web uh you can't use a basic payment method to get these things though you have to have bitcoin if you don't know what bitcoin is it's basically just an exchange for real money into a cryptocurrency but it's the most popular cryptocurrency
Um, you can get it anywhere where cryptocurrency is available. In order to find that, I'm not really sure. I couldn't tell you, but it's possible. Um, Bitcoin has an anonymous nature. That's why it's so popular. It goes perfect with the dark web. Cryptocurrency has um, a lot of advantages and it keeps you anonymous. A lot of websites on the dark web get taken down by the government and the FBI. A lot of people wonder why it's so... At least you have a phone. Um, most people wonder why things on the wonder why the dark web isn't taken down. As I was saying, most people wonder why the government like doesn't take the dark web down if it's so illegal. And they actually do. They take a lot of websites down every single day. But as the websites I mean, are taken down, it's not illegal, right? I mean, it's not illegal because you can still get on it. Yeah, technically the dark web as a whole isn't illegal, but the criminal activity on it is. And I guess that's why it's not taken down, right? I mean, yeah, because they're like using it to like catch it, yeah, criminals. Yeah. So they almost use it to their ad criminals. Yeah. So they're basically using it as a advantage to themselves as well. But as websites are taken down by the FBI, new ones are always put up because there's so many people on the dark web that you basically can't keep it away unless you took the whole thing down, but that's not going to happen anytime soon. So um, you get the gist of it. The dark web is something that you don't want to go on. And this is where the Silk Road started. And um, so I'm going to pass it to Jackie and she's going to explain what the Silk Road is. What is a Silk Road, Jackie? Huh? What is a Silk Road, Jackie? So the Silk Road was made by Ross. How do you say his last name? Old Brick. Old Brick. Like Ross Old Brick. He launched it in February 2011, and it's basically like an anonymous marketing place, kind of like eBay or Amazon, but basically for a bunch of illegal stuff. They have like regular stuff there. What do, What do they basically have on there? Mainly like drugs, weapons, and like human parts maybe well i mean kind of but not on the silk road or at least on the dark web huh yeah on the dark web they mainly have that yeah. but in the silk road they mainly have like they have like random things too they had like a paypal account they had spotify premium <laughs> for two dollars pretty cheap though I know that. yeah it's kind of cheap but anyways Basically, that's what it is. It's just an anonymous marketing place, and they have, like, hacking services, hitmans, um, drug dealers. Literally, any drug that you can think of is on there, and they're, like, mixed with different type of things. Um, but basically, it's, like, in order to sell or buy anything, you have to buy an account um, through an auction. Right? Is that how you say it? Auction. Yeah, you had to buy it through an auction. Um, and it's like if your account seems like you're scamming anyone or something fake, then they have, <laughs> then they have like at the very top of their account they say that this account is under review due to suspicious actions. Which I mean, it's kind of cool, I guess, when you think about it, because they don't want you to get scammed so for buying. Shows, like it shows how professional they made the silver. That's why it was so popular. If not, nobody would use it if it wasn't like. Yeah, it was. It was a scam. Yeah. Basically, they're just trying to make sure that you don't get scammed for the illegal things that you buy. <laughs> but it's offered as a hidden services in Tor, the Tor browser. And in order to, like, pay anything or, like, pay for anything that you get, like, any type of service, 
then you have to use Bitcoin and Abby already explained what Bitcoin was. And the Silk Road was taken down. Uh, October 2013. And it was taken down because they like, well, first of all, it got like made or the government really paid more attention to it because they saw how much money Ross was making in Bitcoin and like... His inspiration was basically to, he was like, it would be cool if you could buy any type of, anything that you could think of anonymously or sell anything anonymously. Without the government, no. And it wasn't even illegal, right? Yeah, it's not illegal at all. Well, it was taken down, but... He did not care about so the government. So, whenever he was arrested, how long does he have to serve? How many did, how many did he have to serve? He had, like, two life sentences. Oh, yeah, two life sentences and, like... 40 years yeah, to just, life. That's just life in prison. Yeah, he had two life sentences, so, so... There's no way out. And... Yeah, it was like... Basically, his inspiration was to, like, buy, sell anonymous things and, like, kind of a safe way, too. And it was really popular. There was thousands and thousands of people that sold on it, bought on it, because... Well, everyone likes... Uh, yeah, everyone just likes illegal things, I guess. And the name Silk Road comes from a historical network of trade routes through Europe and Asia. And, yeah, so basically that was kind of a history. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the government, this is just kind of a theory that I have. So I feel like the government kind of covers up info about the Silk Road, the dark web one because whenever I would look up anything about it it was very hard to find information like basic information and also like what Jackie said it was made what is the inspiration of the name you said it was a historical trade route yeah that's all that would pop up whenever I looked it up and I had to go like way deeper to find something about it so the government really envies the Silk Road I can tell definitely because they made the government look like complete fools yeah they could. They didn't know who made it or like his location or anything because of the IP address. It was like not even showing up. And the day that they caught Ross, uh, they seized one point two billion dollars worth of Bitcoin. And Honestly, he was just an independent entrepreneur. He really was. He was. He was. He was making moves. Right. <laughs> and the it, the Silk Road did last for three years, so he got away with it for a long time. They made the government look like fools basically for three years. And when the government, the, only, the most that they could find worth of Bitcoin was $28.5 billion. and Which is really a lot when you think about it. But it kind of shows how much that they also didn't get. Because he made in total like $120 billion, But the government only found $28.5. And the so. Silk Road was shut down, and they had a Silk Road 2.0 in 2013 after the original one was shut down. And they have, like, basically other accounts mimicking it or, like, other websites trying to get as big as Ross was, but they all get taken down eventually. And now we're going to pass it to Henry, and Henry's going to go over some information as well. All right. So I'm going to talk about how... They went on finding Ross Ulbricht. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. 
That was good, bro. Yeah, keep going. It's literally recording right now, bro. I know it is. Alright, so I'm just gonna go over the gist of it. In 2000, in September 2012, the New York Cyber Branch opened up a case under the name Operation Onion Onion Peeler, and the mission was to find the server. And they, the FBI found the server in Iceland. Iceland, no way. In Iceland. <laughs> in Iceland, that's where it was being hosted so you're at. Talking about the server that he was running off of. Yeah, like basically the website and. They found it in Iceland, so I had to go over there and try find it, and then, and then, the IRS found identified Ross Obert's name on a email or something, and he's, he's about so they found his name on a email on a personal email address. I think he was like uh, emailing. Some something to some, I don't I remember think it was what it was. His girlfriend, cause, I don't remember. Because basically he made that account with his girlfriend at the time. Yeah, something like that. I'm not sure the girlfriend got something. No, I don't think she no, did. She because didn't. they didn't find anything linking her to it. No. But he did. He pretty much threw her under the bus. Because he said that she helped him like create it and stuff. But I don't know. She's not in prison or anything. No. Because they couldn't find any actual evidence that linked her to it. She was a photographer, and while she was taking pictures in the back, Ross would be on the computer doing, working on the website and stuff. So she would, like, take pictures of drugs and all that stuff? No, like, pictures of people. Like, she was a photographer, like... Like, she was just a photographer. Well, I think, like, she was helping... She did help, sure like, she, she, I'm pretty sure that she was the one that created the little camel thing. Yeah. Because the logo for the Silk Road is a camel with, like, a man on it. And oh, it yeah. kind of also helps you realize that the name came from a historical network trade route. Mm -hmm. So it kind of makes sense. But I think she did create it. But basically, that's all you need to know for the Silk Road and uh, the tour website and what it is. and. Do you have anything to add? No, it's, just, it's the same thing which I got. Anything to add? His nickname, which is Dread Pirate Roberts. Yeah. Basically, that's everything you need to know for the Silk Road. Um, we explained what it is, how it got shut down, um, and the dark web. I have one more thing. So, I wrote down two facts that I thought were very, like, credential to what we were talking about so the first one just so that you can get an idea of how many people use the dark web it's about 30 percent of americans that have access to the dark web that might not seem a lot but if you take the population and you divide that by 30 percent you're going to see how many people that really is it's a lot of people um and the annual revenue of cybercrime which has things to do like using bitcoin cyber currency uh, the Silk Road actually ran off of cybercrime. That's what it is. Um, yep. So the cybercrime rate in 2019 was 1.5 trillion. So there's a lot of things going on in the dark web that I think go unseen. It's really untalked about. And um, we should definitely talk about this more often. But for now, I think that's it. So.
Yeah. And they they can like ship all over the world and like if you send them like a PO box address or like literally to your neighbor's house you can get whatever you order ship whether it's drugs a paypal account anything and they'll ba basically email it to you because it's just shipping anonymously yeah basically that's everything and thank you for tuning into our podcast